When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the After the Show podcast, Precious Show. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show. So tune in if you dare. KVJ gets risque every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast here for your Tuesday. Thank you for all the uh, emails rolling in here. Always like to uh, tie up any loose ends from the regular show that uh, we might have missed. Uh, several emails came in from today's Am I the Jerk question. Got a couple of uh, things people are trying to uh, work through. One person has a pregnant wife that is now jittery about their rambunctious and playful dog. Doesn't want to get knocked over and have a miscarriage. So his son is very attached to the dog itself. And he just didn't know what to do and was kind of favoring, uh, trying to tell his wife, be like, look, you'll be fine. The dog's been trained not to jump on people. It's not going to knock you over and give you a miscarriage. But other people had uh, chimed in and said that uh, they would actually watch the dog because he's trying to temporarily home it at least until they got through this pregnancy and then maybe be able to get the dog back in the house. Bird jumped in and said that uh, he would watch that and then that opened the floodgates and Tyler sent an email. He said, I just want to know what Bird's rates are for watching dogs. <laughs> I've got four that I like to drop at his place. It, it was a unique situation. I got caught up in the emotion of it. I heard the kid was going to be sad. I heard that she's pregnant and the dogs have to go away. The, the story got me. Yeah. I got other emails from other. It, it's, it's opened up a very big floodgate. I can't do it, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's too much. Turned into a lot pretty quick. It huh? turned into a lot, yes. I was going to help that specific family out, but it just got too fucking weird too fucking yeah. quick. Yeah. I think we're going to be able to find something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, help, I'll still help that family out. Okay. That, I'll, I'll gladly help them out. Yeah. I'm just getting weird. It's just this one. Yeah. Well, I'm just, it's, it's getting, it's, dude, it's. If I only sent you what I've gotten so far, you'd be like, what the shit? (laughs) (laughs) And another one we'd heard of, there was a kid who went to his neighbors and told them how mean his mom is to him. In fact, uh, telling him that she wishes he weren't alive and he'd just commit suicide. And Terrible. even talked about him having thoughts of harming animals, even though he loves them. And so... The kid had said, you know, please don't tell anybody. And after he was talking about that, they just thought that we have a responsibility, knowing what we know, to say something to somebody. And they had gone to the school and a counselor who had said, oh, don't worry, we're not going to say anything. And apparently they turned around and called 
that kid's mom and caused a lot of problems. And the kid was like, I told you not to say anything. Uh, Leslie said that uh, due to the new parent bill of rights law, schools must contact the parent of the child. And by law, we are all mandatory child abuse reporters. It sucks with this parent. She should lose him. Which, yeah, if she's really saying that stuff to the kid and mentally abusing him that way. That's horrifying. I mean, that's the kind of story. Like, you want to take in dogs? I want to take in kids. Like, bring this teenager to me. Let him live in my house where no one's going to be mean to him. And no one's ever going to suggest suicide Mm -hmm. to a teenager? Yeah. What the fuck? I never said dogs. I said that one dog. Don't moralize (laughs) it, please. (laughs) No. You get all the dogs, I'll get all the troubled teens. Yeah. <laughs> Our lives will be a disaster. I didn't even really even hear the whole fucking email Kevin read. I just heard the, the kid's not going to have the dog, and the dog's going to be gone forever. A lot of people think we were too nice to the pregnant lady about that, that, that she, the dog should have stayed at the house. Well, that's what he was saying. He said, you know, am I the jerk, you know? And uh, Look, he, no. I'm, I used to be a pregnant lady, so I'm always going to be on the side of the pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. He had uh, written a little bit more in that uh, email, too, just about the kid. And I guess the kid's really connected to the dog because I guess uh, the kid, this isn't his biological mom. His biological mom is dead. And oh. the dad got the dog for the kid when the mom had died. And so oh. the kid is. Oh, well, that's fucking, yeah, this is fucking insane. Super connected to the dog. <laughs> and that's why the kid's, you know, the kid's already struggling because he's got a new sibling coming in. And it's like. Jay Bird's going to take the dog and the kid. You didn't give me any of that bad guy wrestling backstory in the email. I mean, all, yeah. all I really heard was about the, just the dog need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And then it all kind of turned to shit real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Naomi said, I used to work for DCF, and no, you should never call the mom. You go straight to calling the child abuse hotline. So Hmm. uh, that's what we were looking for with some clarity, and even through the emails we're continuing to get, there's not real clarity on that situation. There's no clarity. But if you have a brain cell in your head, which apparently some of these people involved in this don't, if the kid is being abused by his mother and the mother is telling him to commit suicide, you don't tell the mother first. You talk to the kid first. Like, why would you go to the mother? She's the problem. People have lost their freaking minds. Yeah. yeah. I think according to the one email, just for some reason now, there's some people that are handcuffed by regulations. I'd like to handcuff to the do. mother to a tree yeah. and beat her with a stick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bitch. Uh, Alex sent an email. He said, Kevin, I'm listening to the podcast from Thursday. Um, and just to let you know, with you smuggling the booze onto the plane, I flew to Asheville, North Carolina. I did what you said. I brought a quart-sized Ziploc bag filled with eight mini bottles of vodka. And while I was waiting for the plane, I went and I bought two bottles of buy from the store, and I drank the entire flight. <laughs> I thought they might have said something going through security, but they didn't say one word. I wasn't pouring myself drinks in front of the flight attendants or anything. So like Virginia said, just don't be flashy with it and you're all good. Exactly. Yeah. Do it on the DL. Don't let anybody see you. Don't advertise it. But you can sneak and and get around the system. It's all a lot it's a lot cheaper. And you know, if you're waiting for your flight, I don't know why they have you throw out your drinks before you got on the flight. That was what I'd observed. That's just TSA. So if it's smaller than two ounces, you can bring it through the little conveyor belt where you put your bag on there and they x-ray your bag. 
that's where you can't have a bunch of liquid. Once you get on the other side of that, you can have whatever liquid you want. What I had seen was I was um, I was at the bar, like I'd been at the bar area, and they had been at the bar that's inside the airport. So they'd already gone through TSA. And then as they were trying to go on to their actual flight, then that's when they said, you can't take that on. They had an oh, open Yeah, because it was of- obviously alcohol. Yeah. You got to be sneakier than that. Yeah. And so that's what I was saying. Yeah. As far as like you want to drink before and then take your drink onto the plane, you have that in a buy, then you're all good. Put it in a buy, put it in a Coca-Cola cup, put it in anything but an obvious margarita glass. Mm -hmm. I got an email here from Ricky said, um, I never, I heard Denny's talking about uh, his terrible experience with uh, Domino's Pizza and their delivery. I don't know if others have written in about this or not, but I was a general manager at multiple different stores for six years. They 100% do offer refunds at every single location. In fact, in my opinion, it's way too easy to get them. It seems like that location they had a problem with has a disgruntled employee. Yeah, I think that's what's going on here because there's been people who have been defending a Domino's saying, look, it may not be my favorite restaurant, but there's no way that they would allow that. That You've got disgruntled employees at that location. Mm-hmm. It says here that I would call or email customer support and they will get your money back for you. You got to go. You got to, unfortunately, got to be a rat and got to go to the higher ups. Yeah. If it's been that bad, you should complain. They they messed up mine one time pretty bad and they called me and apologized. And then they added cinnamon twists to the order and I didn't have to pay for them. And so I was like, all right, we're cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. Suits says the one by his house, which I went to when we did our weird and whatever thing. It was a pretty good Domino's. It was very good. Uh, he said anytime they mess anything up, they give him a free pizza. Oh, really? So, That's good. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. never had a problem with it. So it was odd that Denny's kept having that issue. That's terrible. It's rough. And uh, just because of that story we told last week. I saw this. Uh, Domino's, the nation's largest pizza chain, is reporting lackluster quarterly sales due to a slowdown in its delivery business. So apparently we talked about it, and everybody in the country stopped ordering Domino's. Huh. They say customers are saving cash by cooking at home, (laughs) and pizza chains have also been hit by driver shortages, competition from apps like DoorDash, and a return to in-person dining. Domino's made headlines last year for tipping customers to pick up their own pizzas and says that carryout now makes up about half of its orders. So I guess that's one way around it. The carryout by me in Tequesta is so easy, so quick, so awesome. And you save a lot of money because when you add up all the delivery fees and the service charge that they add on for the delivery – uh, is it worth 10 bucks? In my opinion, if you're going to order Domino's or a Pizza Hut, any of those chains, you got to make sure you order a WAP style, wet ass pizza. You got to get that shit dripping, and then you'll have normal sauce. Macaroni in a pot. That's what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> telling you, if not, you run the risk of DAP. Get a bucket and a mop. Dry ass pizza, <laughs> which I think dry ass pizza is way worse, in my opinion, than overly wet pizza. I almost said the wrong word. Pizza. Uh. <laughs> Beat it up. Take charge. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. the, 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 there's a problem in the chain industry where there, it's a dap situation. Dry ass pizza. Yes. Can I get a fucking amen? Amen. Amen, bird. Make amen. it so wet. Yeah.
Hey, Jaybird. Oh, I love butt chicken and seafood. It always hits the spot. I have been eating it since I was seven years old. My family loved it. My mom, Aunt Anne, all my friends love it. The crinkled fries from their corn fritters to all of their chicken and their fish sandwich that people love so much. Bud's Chicken and Seafood, they do it right. And now you can deliver. Hit up their website, budschicken.com. And I really do recommend taking the corn fritters and dipping it in any of their sauces. All of their sauces are amazing. Hit up their website, budschicken.com, and get them corn fritters in you. Uh, this email here from uh, Ricky goes on to say, too, I was uh, wondering if uh, Jaybird has ever heard of Nephilims. I think is what it's called. Nephilims? N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M-S. Nephilims? Nephilims. They're associated with the religious aspects, and maybe Kevin has heard about them. They're what I believe people associated aliens with. I saw one in the flesh many years ago, and it's to this day extremely hard to talk about since they were so terrifying it's hard for me to even look at the night sky anymore due to the PSD from the encounter. There are so many stories like this where uh, people, they're coming out now talking about them, and it's, it's, it's creatures that they've seen, and they, they seem to be credible people. You don't know for sure. I get that. But you go, wow, man, they really are... This 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 person's really going all out on this fucking lizard person that was staring them back at, in their backyard... And they're in the military. Yeah, they say that uh, they're described in the Hebrew Bible as being large and strong. It's loosely translated as giants. And, uh, yeah, I have heard of that. So that's what you say. You, you saw a giant in the sky? Some people believe in giants, Virginia. At one point, giants roamed the earth, they think. That's a theory, of course. Okay. Wake up, Virginia. <laughs> I'm trying to stay engaged. Oh, come on. You wouldn't be, I'm looking at you. What you, more do you want? You wouldn't be blown away if you found out giants once roamed Earth. You wouldn't give a shit? That wouldn't jazz you up a bit? I don't think it's real. But you're not answering my question. <laughs> Don't don't ruin the game. I think it's like fables. No. Oh, was it Jack and the Beanstalk? Was it that giant? That's why you can't have a, you can't have this kind of conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry you wrote you wrote into the wrong show. I, <laughs> I apologize for my friend. I just don't believe in fairy tales and bullshit. Aliens. March one in here, and then we can talk. You are really going to say you do not believe in aliens. I think they're possible. I definitely think it's probable. But I still would like to see one of the little bastards face to face. I can't tell you something exists if I haven't felt it, touched it, tasted it, seen it. You know God? You believe in God? That's debatable sometimes. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Virginia dropped Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Okay, well, I got deep and <laughs> real fast. I, yeah, I mean, I go back and forth, bruh. Do you ever have that, Kev, where you doubt uh, the existence of God? Does that ever happen? No. I, uh, I, I still I hold pretty true that uh, there is uh, one divine creator. I've not really wavered from that, um, from just all the things that uh, I've seen and whatever. But, you know, to uh, Virginia's point, I think where a lot of people lose um, – context of it is that there are a lot of things that are in the Bible and other religious texts that are questionable 
that, um, you know, people may not be interpreting correctly. And so I think that that's why you can look at a lot of things that might be in religious scripts and be like, there's no way that's not true. I know exactly what you mean. I definitely believe there's something that built this. Mm -hmm. Look at the sun, the moon. But yeah, yeah, it starts to lose me when we start getting into almost kind of like a popularity contest with certain things and I think we would know. Organized religion screws it up. People screw it up. The concept of a divine creator and all that, you know, I'm pretty cool with that. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, I get hung up on where the people got involved and turned it into businesses where they made money. But yeah. you can't really blame God for that. No, and I, mm. I think some people, I was talking to somebody, they go, I really believe in God. I believe in that there was a creator, but I also believe when you die, that's just it as well. And you, you, there's many thoughts you can have about the whole situation. Sure. I think a lot of times people think it's got to be an A, B, or C, and it's really, there's not. There's a lot of different answers. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that uh, you're ever going to know until you pass the other side. And if that's it, then you ain't going to know shit. <laughs> you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, I thought I was going to get answers. I'm just dead. Yeah. That will suck. Yeah, but Kevin's <laughs> got a point, though. Does it suck if you're dead? Because you don't, you don't know because you're dead. Yeah. Will it suck? You or wouldn't will... have any consciousness to realize that this sucks. Is it just like, Wait, there's nothing... <laughs> I, I hate the idea of just nothing. Nothing but, sucks. But if you, you came from nothing... When you know you weren't anything before, you weren't. Yeah, you're okay with it then. You didn't exist before, and then you existed. You didn't mm-hmm. know about that shit. Yeah, or maybe you did. Yeah, I guess the only thing with uh, Ricky's story that I don't fully understand, and I did uh, email back to see if we could uh, talk to Ricky about uh, his experience, uh, because the Nephilim that uh, I know of and what I'm reading about it, even here, you know, it's uh, tied loosely into different stories in Genesis, like Noah's Ark about giants, but they were all on the land. Like, you know, he's talking about can't look into the sky. So I've not heard of them. I don't even know if in the Bible they were in the sky. Is it possible he's saying they came from the sky as like an alien and then they roamed the earth as a giant? No clue. That's what I kind of gathered. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but I think he said that he saw them in the sky and that's what's been terrifying. And uh, I don't uh, know that they fly. But uh, anyway, I'd be curious to hear what is going on there. We know where Virginia is set. Are you set with anything other than? I know you believe in aliens, and I think you believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What are you on with other stuff? For example, do you believe that giants once roamed the earth, or it could have even been possible? I mean, I, it, it is possible that you could have uh, seen that, or there could have been a race of people that, you know, genetically were larger for whatever reasons. So that's all, you know, it's possible. I haven't seen any proof on that. I have, that'd be a light, like, okay, I'm curious, but I haven't seen anything that's, you know, they found any archaeological evidence of that. Loch Ness Monster? It could be any kind of creature. Yeah, there's a lot of different creatures that just look odd. And when you start looking at the size of them, sure, there's a lot of things that people can interpret for one thing or another. To me, something like the Loch Ness Monster could just be a serpent of sorts, an old prehistoric Serpent mm-hmm. that just kind of lurks in the lakes, sure, or, yeah. or the waters. Yeah, there's a lot of things that when you probably get the true understanding, it's not nearly as cool and exciting as you thought it was. It's probably pretty bland. Did you see that meme on TikTok? They said the Loch Ness monster was actually a whale dick. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. 
Well, just floating around like out there. Whale dick. The person that did no a whale was laying on its back, and only his dick was sticking out of the water. And everybody's like, "Oh, that's the Loch Ness monster! That's the Loch Ness monster!" No, it's a whale cock. From a distance, it could be, you know, the Loch Ness monster. You get close, it, it's a whale cock. <laughs> <laughs> I see the eye. Oh wait, so does a penis. Uh, let me see some other uh, emails that we got here. One is a suggestion for Do It Bitch from Alberto. He said, um, what my friends and I do whenever we play poker, the loser would have to take a shot of what we call the royal shot. Shot of whatever you can find around the house. Uh, most likely in the kitchen, like raw eggs, pickle juice, anchovies, vinegar, mayonnaise. Put it on a glass and we take the shot. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of what we do. Uh, yeah, I think we've done stuff similar to that. But uh, always fun and easy to do if we need something. Uh, Richard said, I wanted to ask the Jason a question. I was watching old videos of you dumping gravy on Denny's as Super Pie, and I have never seen him get mad. Have you ever seen Denny's lose it? No. Denny's has never lost. Denny's, I've seen Denny's get slightly huffy and puffy if something's annoyed him to a great length and it would take a great length for it to happen. Never have I seen him get mad. Yeah. No, I don't uh, think so either. Not uh, in my time. Never seen just, you know, kind of like uh, loses marbles. I, I know when Denny's is, I mean, I've known Denny's for so long now. I know when he's upset or I know when something bothers Denny's. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he does never, never gets to a point where he would scream or yell. Never. Okay. I've not even seen it even close. Okay. He's uh, just always that calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, man. He's a he's a he's a cad. He's cool a rare dude. breed of special human, and everybody that everybody that works with him likes him. If you don't like Denny's, you're a dick. Because Denny's gets along with everybody that's cool. If you got a problem with Denny's, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's the uh, easiest guy <laughs> I think I've ever tried easiest to get along with. Easiest by far of any human I've ever known, worked with, been around, cared about. The guy is solid gold. Mm-hmm. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Got uh, an email here from Andrew about uh, the Queen's neck tattoo. He said, Kev, have you ever tried a psychological technique called radical acceptance? This would be where you try to convince yourself that whatever's happening is out of your control and you just have to accept it. 
You might be more successful in this situation by trying to address your aversion to your wife wanting to get the neck tattoo by purposefully and intentionally telling yourself you are attracted to it in an attempt to change how you feel about it. Maybe get more involved in the design she wants to do to add something about you or something you love and want to be a part of her. It might uh, lead you from feeling averse to actually loving it more than you'd ever thought. Okay. Signed, gaslighting tattoo person. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting approach. Did uh, you see the post that Caitlin put up yesterday? I did not. Okay, well, I was at uh, Basic Boca Bitch for her podcast, and it was all of the renditions of what the neck tat is going to look like. There's a couple of options. One of them is like a butterfly with a bottom of a tiger's face. They're all very intimidating. Do you know what, Kevin? Yeah. I would just honestly, that's cool. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what I would do if I was you. That one's yeah. not just start saying things like, "Yeah, that one's not scary enough." I, I, I would just I would let it roll off your back. It's got tiger's yeah. face, bro. Roll it off your back, and, and then and then and ignore it. Yeah, I I pretty much you know do it's you know and and look it's honestly if she really wants to get a necktie you know I I. Look, I, it's not my thing. I don't know that I would find it attractive, and if it would make me more attracted to her. Uh, but I, I think the one thing, and I've I've already kind of nudged her on it a bit. I was like, I would just think about you know your professional career because not everybody is there yet with the tattoo stuff, and you're into early child development, you know, and uh, you are at a school where parents would probably be like, uh, no, that 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 teacher freaks our kids out. So you know, that's just where I would say that that would where I would pause and be like, you know, there's just certain things where you can't cover yourself head to toe and tattoos and i think she's in a profession and has trained herself through years doing that i'm like it's just it's kind of a waste to throw all that away for a fucking neck tattoo <laughs> like it's just stupid well it shows me exactly that she's got two different personalities going on which is one of the tattoos it was the face of mm -hmm. one girl the face of another girl and it was cracked down the middle and it had flames coming out of it that was also one of the renditions that possibly could be on the neck and that one kind of fits yeah but you know it's like all right so i've, I've worked really hard for these degrees and all this kind of stuff and that eh, fuck it neck tattoo also my husband's not attracted to it eh, fuck it neck tattoo yeah it, yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense you're just like flabbergasted by the uh approach to it but yeah you i mean you can get really pissy and you know pissy ain't gonna work yeah. you can't get in a pissing match with your wife you've learned that yeah exactly so you can get really irate angry start yelling you know all that and kind of then what Exactly. You know, and Luis is like, I just don't, you know, Kevin, when you say she doesn't care about what people say, I don't believe that. Uh, she said, so why be so into your weight? Um, you know, the one thing I would tell you is I think that there are, she does care about certain people's opinions. I think she cares about her daughter a lot. You know, Caitlin's got a lot of influence on Kim and she wants to have a great relationship with her. And I think that's why she kind of gets into these things. And to, Caitlin loves the neck tat idea. Yeah. And so I think, you know, Caitlin's kind of taken her down the path of all this because she just wants to have that connection with her daughter and is always looking for it. I think one of her biggest fears, if I had to psychoanalyze it, is because her mom doesn't have any relationship with her brother. And I think Kim looks at that and she's terrified of that proposition. And she doesn't ever want her kids as adults to disassociate themselves from her and not have that relationship. And I think she lives with that fear. If I had to really get deep with it, 
Oh, so Debbie and her son? Yeah. They don't talk anymore. They don't. They have oh. not talked in 14, 15 years. Wow. Yeah, there's just no relationship there whatsoever. And that that frightens her. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, think, I can see because she sees it. Yeah. And she probably sees how sad her mom is. I, and I she's think, like, I don't want to do that. I think that's her greatest fear is having her kids become adults and then not want to have a relationship with her. And so I think that she gets into some kind of kooky harebrained shit like this is a way to say, well, I'm, I'm, you know, we're bonding. This is our attachment. I'm never going to lose connection with her. <laughs> You have to draw the line somewhere, though. Right. I, I got to draw the line at it's going to tank your career that you've worked so hard. Yeah. So I'm I'm starting. You know, I I was hey the hands, the arms, the sleeves, whatever. You know. Okay. It's just when we get now to the neck, I'm I'm a little bit more emphatic about it, saying, "All right, come on, let's just. What are we doing? You know. I, I get your fear, and I, I you know I can I can give you that. Let's be sensible here." Uh, she said she's going to hate it 20 years from now if she saw what it looked like. Somebody said, uh, look at what uh, neck scarring uh, from tattoos looks like. Uh, so I haven't done that, but maybe I'll uh, start doing that. Maybe I can find, uh, you know, an interesting little photo that I can show and be like, hey, you know, this could be happening with your neck. If you had to get a neck tattoo, someone made you by law. You had to get a big ass neck tattoo, but you can do whatever you want for the design. What would you do for your neck tattoo? A neck tattoo? Yeah. The big kind, like that mouth yesterday. It's got to cover up in your entire neck. What do you go for? A tie. (laughs) That's kind of fun. Is Buckeyes too corny? (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, already as it is, <laughs> as a Buckeye fan, you always forget because they uh, Buckeye fans do this thing wherever they see that you're wearing Buckeye stuff, they always yell OH, and it's sometimes confusing because you're just walking around, you're looking at a tree, and you hear OH from somewhere, and you're like, well, oh, yeah, I owe. And I'm sure you're not always in the mood to want to cheer. Right, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, so if you had that tattoo, it always you just have to keep yelling, I owe. Okay, so yeah. Buckeyes is out for your neck tat. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's zero chance. I have no desire to ever get a, a tattoo or especially a neck tattoo, so that ain't going to happen. I love the Atoll Vodka, guys. Tristan and Weston are amazing. They have taken this delicious vodka product and infused it with citrus. It tastes so good. Crisp citrus finish on a deliciously smooth vodka. And they give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities right here locally. I love Tristan and Weston. They're great guys with a great vodka. You're going to love it, too. Go order some and have it shipped right to your house. Go to mashandgrape.com today. Uh, Louisa said, uh, your wife seems very selfish. I would divorce her. She keeps you from most of the joys, and yet you always support her. This is a breakup for me. But if you're so in love with her, then use that to bargain to get what you want. For example, going to shows. I don't know who she is, but you sure are getting the shortest end of the stick, and this really upsets me. Um, Yeah, you know, I know everybody's got their own uh, opinions on my relationship. I mean, I do uh, love my wife dearly. I love the family that we have and all that kind of stuff. But I think with any relationship and situation. There are parts of it that aren't awesome and are kind of frustrating. And I think what we were talking about today with a lot of people in marriage, I think people, when they start hitting a few speed bumps and things they don't like, they're like, fuck it. And they get out. I'm not, I'm not built that way. Are you, so. do you find yourself frustrated a lot? Um, no, I don't. It's, it's just, and honestly, the biggest thing about this, look, if she, if it weren't for the career, that's what I'm more concerned with because it's just, look, I, I feel like I'm, relatively logical 
Right. You are. You are the the most logical. Like, Denny's is the most kind. Mm -hmm. Kevin is the most logical, dealing in facts, thinking things out, making smart decisions. Right. And so you you get frustrated when you see something and decisions (laughs) being made that are so illogical that you try to present just the baseline facts of the matter. And it's not met with any kind of recognition of, yeah, you know what? You, you bring up a really good point there. It's just like, nah, fuck it, neck tat. You know, that's where it's kind of like, all right. It's hard. It you, is. You, you are in the hardest spot because you are the most rational. And I think your wife is the most irrational. Yeah. I, I'm irrational too. I'm a crazy right. bitch through and through. But, you know, Panda, he. <laughs> He kind of just lets me be fucking nuts, but yeah. I'm not getting a neck tat. Right, exactly. So that's different level. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. You know, it's um, you know, she's spicy. It's fun. There's a lot of things that uh, do work, and uh, everybody's like, uh, divorce the bitch. Um, no, yeah, I'm nobody not, says that. Right? Well, no, that's what she just said in the email. Oh. Yeah. That's oh, people nice. are terrible when they write in. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> that's horrific. That's not the answer. But yeah, I'm not. I mean, that's not at all it. Like I said, I, I love my wife and I love my family. I love everything with it. But like with anybody, there are points of of frustration. And so, yeah, we have we have a good life and a lot of fun together. But yeah, I just, you know, this is. I'm just trying to figure out the approach on how to handle this. You know, do but do do you feel like you get the short end of the stick on stuff? I think that there's compromises that are made. I am a person that is easier to compromise with. And, you know, I think now that I have been with my wife as long as I have, I understand how to work with her and to manipulate things so that I eventually get my way. And that typically is it. And that's why with this, I'm not totally freaked out yet because I don't think we've gone all the way through it. Now, I, I could she could show up today with a neck tat. And I'd be like, okay, well, I missed the boat. But I will continue pushing this and trying to sprinkle seeds of, hey, let's try to find another option. Let's do something different here. Um, and I'm going to probably stress more. I just don't think you're going to continue to have your job and your career if you go down this path. And you've put a lot of work in it. You were just doing homework for this career two days ago. Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you really call her on it too? You can say, look, I know what you're doing. I know you're bonding with Caitlin. And I know it's so important to you to have that close thing with Caitlin because you see your mom and you see your brother and Mm -hmm. you're sad because that relationship is no longer intact. And you don't want that. And I don't want that either. So let's figure out other things that you and Caitlin can bond over and maybe not have it ruin your career that you've built up so much yeah. degrees and education. Right. And, like, she's worked very hard. Yeah, and probably the best way to do it would be maybe for Caitlin to say, hey, you're leading your mom by the hand down a path that is not good for her. And you in this situation are more influential than I am on this. So stop. Yeah. Can we, I know you're picking out designs and all this kind of stuff and this is your bonding thing, but you just might, she's not showing you what the truth is and that, you know, irrationally, she's like, fuck it. I throw away my whole career because she sees it as such a great moment to bond with her daughter. And my wife is one of those people too, that she doesn't like to be told what to do. So she's like, you know, you can't tell me what to do. If I want to get neck tat, I will. If you sat down with Caitlin and had a matters of the heart, kind of a heart to heart type of Mm -hmm. conversation, does Caitlin respond to that? Or does she 
how would she handle I, that? I if think said, she would. Please. Yeah, it's a matter of getting the moment and having the atmosphere and situation being right. And it's tough because Caitlin's, you know, where she is and she's very busy with uh, her job and life. And I don't see her often. And so it's maybe once a month I get a, you know, moment, a heart to heart, a face to face with Caitlin to have any kind of conversation. So but, you know, I, I might personally text her and, and be like, hey, you know, just to let you know, uh, you I know your mom's a she's a big girl. She should be able to make her own decisions, but I think you're influencing her into one that's going to be bad. But, but for her. I guess my question is if you really had a problem with something and you sat not texting, mm-hmm. you sat Caitlin down and said, "Look, this is going to really blah blah blah." Does Caitlin- like I said, I don't get a chance to sit with her though. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I mean for, it's yeah, a matter of a caller. Yeah. Just call her. That's say, what I hey, mean. let's yeah. talk on the phone about this. Just me and you, no mom, no nothing, nobody else. Mm-hmm. I just I want to I want to ask you for a favor. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Right. And do it for your, you know, look, I mean, in a sense, really don't do it for me. Just to me, it's more about do this for your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where I I think it is. I just, I think that she's being short-sighted. Well, now from the tone of the, of the post that I read, it was kind of like, no one's going to tell us we're not going to do this. We're doing this and let's step it up and do it even more. And (laughs) there's a definite, Defiant well, yeah. that's, tone of the right. post. Uh-huh. That's why that they're going to fight everybody. And that's why I'm asking yeah. the question. <laughs> and if, they both have that kind of attitude. But you could be self-destructive, right. With that attitude, and you need to at least acknowledge hey, that I'm going to light myself on fire. Nobody's going to tell me I can't. Right. Like, all right. Exactly. Yeah. You might just be too sensical for your family. <laughs> <laughs> at times, I realize that I'm like, all right, you just got to be the. In in my family, to have logical <laughs> thought processes makes you insane, and so the logical person just got to sit in the corner and be like, "All right, All right. Eh, crazy <laughs> town," <laughs> you know. It is what it is. It is what it is exactly. So, you know, that's just it. So we're working our way through it. I do appreciate all the advice. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not giving up. I try to find subtle ways. I will try to. I think it's a good idea, Bird. Try to get Caitlin somewhere where I can talk to her and maybe. Speak maybe to her rational nature. Call her. Call her. There? Call her when you know she's by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't know. That, you know, because she's got such an unpredictable schedule. She right. went from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. yesterday. And so, Ooh. yeah, that was a challenge. Is she still at the country club, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a busy, that's a long day. Yeah, it is. So that's, you know, with everything, it just seems like there's a struggle. But we'll see. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Ange said, I know Kev is out of town for St. Patty's Day, but is v- VJDS coming out? Are y'all going to be at Irish Fest in Abacoa this year? I am. So the Irish Fest in Abacoa, I'll be there on Saturday, March 11th. Mm-hmm. And it is so much fun. I would highly encourage everybody to come to that. That is a good time. Man, those Irish are fun. Yeah. They know how to party. They really do. That's why I'm I'm going to be in Boston this year for it. And they have a lot of Irish people that uh, are in Boston. And so I'm excited to see what St. Patty's Day looks like there. Yeah. If you surround yourself with authentic Irish people, you can't help but have a good time on St. Patty's Day. The guy that runs the whole thing at Abacoa, mm-hmm. Irish guy, firefighter. Just salt of the earth, such a sweetheart. So, yeah, it's very authentic, the one that he does there at Abacoa on Saturday, March 11th. I'll be there starting at noon. Okay. Very nice. Good time. So the party will be coming up. So there you go. 
Uh, if you got uh, any more questions, you can always send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. Or you can always text into us as well, 877-979-WRMF. Y'all have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.